We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. It's time to talk college football on the morning shift. Brought to you by Window Nation. Buy two windows, get two free. Visit windownation.com. Sports Radio 92.9, the game. Nick Saban, the Alabama head coach, announced he has officially retired. This news coming out yesterday, and now it's taken the world by storm. I mean, every news outlet has picked this up. We're talking about it here on every monitor. Uh, That's the story uh, because of the impact that he made uh, on college football. I'll be honest. Just hearing you say the Alabama head coach and me thinking to myself, that's going to have former in front of it is is tough to stomach. I mean, it's it's been such a consistent. Uh, obviously, in my life, my entire adult life has consisted around Nick Saban, the Alabama football coach, and so um, it's it's still. I, I think a lot of people are still shocked uh, and and getting used to it. But it, there's a lot of dominoes left to fall, man. I just uh, I, I'll be honest, it's, it's still hitting me. It still hit me this morning. As soon as I woke up, I was like, "Dang, did that just happen?" Yeah, that that definitely happened. So, yeah, here we are. A lot of those dominoes still falling, too. Um, but really, I'd say a lot of this uh, is more of a time to maybe reflect on just the greatness that he had over the span of his entire career uh, and then what he was able to do, just let alone at the University um, of Alabama. was just incredible. Yeah, I've seen a number of people say that he redefined success in college football. That was the, the you know really the lasting impact. I completely agree with that. Like, when you start looking at – I. I I'll never forget when Les Miles got let go from LSU. Um, Because to me, Les Miles was like national champion. I mean, it was crazy, right? And I thought to myself, that's just a direct reflection of of what he's been going up against. And and he was a great coach and and, and had a great tenure at LSU. And obviously, we see it in Kirby Smart now, but I think there was definitely um, a lot of people that had to redefine what it was to to be a successful coach. There's just, there's a lot of different ways to go with it right now. Well, he got a he made the SEC West almost it made it more competitive at times because everybody said, "Oh, well, the SEC East is the weak." But there was only one team that was gonna that was pretty much gonna win it every year, and and programs fired coaches quickly because because of what he was doing. He dominated the SEC for the nine titles in sixteen years, and he came in his first year was oh seven, right? Yep. And that was Florida was the dominant team then, and then he um, well LSU won the national title that year. Well, Florida had went 06 and 08. He's got his Gator sweatshirt on. Yeah. Let him. Yeah, and, no, I'm a, yeah, I'm just I'm just straightening <laughs> him out. Yeah, LSU won the national title in 07. Yeah, yes. they yeah. had to beat Florida. Oh, well, did they? Well, they did. And okay. That was a okay. classic game in Baton Rouge. All right, I'm just checking. Don't start with me. You I'm know just what? checking, man. You just wait. All right, I'm just, just checking. When you but got back there the be, next year. I'm going to be videoing it when you're crying. Yeah, they, they beat. And by who they beat? They beat Nick Saban. Watch it. Saban immediately Watch turned it. around. All right, Watch I only it. let us reflect for a little bit because just like in life, we have to keep moving, right? So we will have more time to, and, and also get more time to talk to you, Mike, about some of your memories um, of being coach. 
Yeah. By Nick Saban. We're oh, Mayor Ken, national champion. Yeah, we're going to play some, some of the dominoes uh, sad music that for you. Mike mentioned, some of those dominoes that Mike mentioned have already begun to fall just hours after it was announced that Nick Saban was retiring. Five-star wide receiver Ryan Williams told ESPN on Wednesday that he has decommitted from the Crimson Tide's 2024 recruiting class. Now, he did say to ESPN, I had no idea, actually. It was the dead period, and I just saw all the other players transferring or declaring for the draft. I was wondering what would happen, but I found out through Twitter that Saban was retiring. So I guess he's saying he made his decision before he found out the news. Yeah, you know, this one's um, interesting. This one's weird for me. I'll be honest. We uh, This is a guy, by the way, who who just reclassified uh, into the class of 2024. Um, he was supposed to be a year older, right? And and, and I guess graduated a little bit earlier. This one's interesting to me for, for a number of reasons, but the biggest one being that he is actually from Alabama, um, which I think is, is probably noteworthy to a lot of people. You look on a national scene, right? You can get a recruit, uh, you know, from a California or a Texas or a Georgia or a Florida that comes to Alabama to play football. And then it's like, I don't have any ties to Alabama other than football, right, at the time. The fact that this kid is from Alabama and, and is obviously a good player and is looking elsewhere I think is a little bit jarring. Um, I'll be honest, the fact that he decommitted without knowing who the next head coach is going to be makes me feel a little bit better about it because that means he just wanted to decommit. Yeah, <laughs> it's like, 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 I don't even know. Uh, but, yeah, yeah, I think it's I think it's jarring for a lot of different reasons. A, a, a1 being the fact that he's from Alabama, and that's a place that – Alabama has got to have success uh, with this next head coach. Well, who could be, based on some reports, a guy who's been there before as a grad assistant, a guy that was the D.C. under Kirby Smart, and uh, a guy that was what a went away from being in the college football playoff this year at Oregon and Dan Lanning. Yeah. Uh, here's the thing. there's You guys remember the reports that came out a couple of days ago that were about an Alabama exec talking about cheating in college football. Right? It was, yeah. there was somebody that reported it out of Houston. It was like, I talked to an Alabama exec in Houston that says everybody's cheating. Oh, yes. If you're not cheating, you're like Vanderbilt, right? And I thought to myself. <laughs> which is a great line. I know, I which is like, you want to talk about ca- yeah, catching strays for no reason. <laughs> um, but I thought to myself at that time, why is an Alabama exec in Houston right now for the college football playoff? Hmm, you know who was also in you know Houston who was also on the set was uh was Dan Lanning. So I've had I've talked to a ton of people. Um I, I I'm not ready to say that I know it's Dan Lanning because I don't, but I have heard a lot of people say that whoever it is is already in town. So, so that's uh, I, I, I really think there's a waiting game now because whoever it is probably wants to talk to their old team before it becomes public. And so I think that's probably what we're sitting on right now. Well, you know, there's a chance it could be Butch Jones. Well, yeah, okay. that's, I'm sure a lot of people right. would love that. Yeah. yeah, I kept seeing all these uh, graphics being posted, all these images of, of the possible coaches it could be. Dabo Sweeney, because we all know his ties there. Um, he told us um, when I had a Clemson game about about the wonderful memories he had uh, at Alabama and um, being a walk-on and all that kind of stuff. Um, then you saw the slide with Dan Lanning. You saw Kalen DeBoer mentioned on that as well. And then, of course, Lane Kiffin. I was thinking – if there were going to be any of the guys that were listed on that particular uh, post, then yeah, Landing would to me would be the front runner. Um, but then, and then and then Kiffin would be between those two guys, just in the sense of how I think those guys would have so much pull in the recruiting game and uh, the caliber of players that they'd be able to land, having been around both of them. I I tend to think that they would go someone is 
is much like Saban as they can get with with certain ways. And I think Dan Lanning is the guy out of all those guys that would be the most because he's he 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 was he was under him and then he was under the new version of Saban, which is Kirby Smart. I, I think Kiffin to me would Kiffin would would ruffle feathers quickly there to me. The, personally to me, if he was the head guy, because he ruffled feathers, he I don't I don't for a second believe that Saban was the only feathers that Kiffin uh, ruffled when he was there. No, but the thing I like about uh, Lanning, or I think that could appeal um, in Alabama, is with this whole NIL thing, with the wave of how things are going, it almost feels like some sort of, I don't want to call it a a youth movement or anything like that, but I feel like you'd want a guy that could appeal to some of these kids that are out there. Lanning's, what, 30, um, I got to pull it up again. He's one of the youngest head coaches. He's definitely younger, Um, yeah. And so I think about it like that. How old was Saban when, so what, six? How old is he when he he's, took that he's job? All, he just turned 72, I believe, or 71. Uh, he was 50. If he's, if he's 70, I think he's 72, so that means he'd been 56. Yeah, so I was thinking this is kind of like, I mean, for Dan Lanning to come in and get that job at the age that he's at, which I need to clearly Google during the break, um, I think I'm older than he is. I'm pretty certain of that. Uh, I think would probably be a home run uh, in yeah. terms of just his relatability and kind of some of that swag that he, I hate that word, but he does have it. Uh, interacting yeah. with with the players. No, I I said it yesterday. I I, I talked to Dukes and Bell yesterday. He's um, thirty-seven. Yeah, I talked Thanks to Dukes Dylan. and Bell yesterday, and I was telling them that you know up until about six months ago, I used to say Dabo Sweeney. And by the way, I have a rant for the Dabo the anti Dabo Sweeney kids standing around <laughs> the Saban statue. I got a rant for that one too because I'm highly irritated by that. Um, but I I thought it was Dabo for the longest time, and everybody say Dabo's not leaving Clemson. That stadium might be named after him one day. Fine, like that's that's cool. But I think he had kind of. I think he's kind of reached the end of his rope with a lot of the situation there. And, and you know, everybody could have probably used a fresh start in that situation. I changed that opinion like six months ago because I think there, I, I think to your point, you need to have youth. You have to have energy. You have to have a different under, uh, understanding of today's landscape of roster management. And there is, I think there is going to be a huge, and I think Dion actually pointed to this yesterday. I think there's going to be more than just this. I, I think that the, the, a lot of these coaches are kind of nearing the end of the rope with a lot of the, a lot of the things they're having to do. Without rule changes, man, you're going to start seeing more and more turnover, in my opinion. I think the uh, the tenures are going to get shorter, too. I, I, I've been thinking about this for a while, and, and it's really just thinking about Kirby and, and seeing how set up Georgia is for the next 25 years because of his age. I think Kirby's only 48 or 50 or yeah, something right like that. 50. Um, but I don't think I don't I don't think Kirby is going to be there for more than another – 10 years at the most, at the most. I'd be shocked if he makes it because it takes so much out of you. It's so consuming. It is so, there's so much that you, that goes on with, basically these players have to, you have to make sure every player is happy 100% of the time because if not, they can just jump in the portal, well, find a new NIL deal and be gone like, I, like that. I think because of that, and, and listen, like I said, I don't have any hate against those players. I understand and that's what they that's the opportunity they've been given. But coaches that like to develop players, all right, and and hey, you know, we gotta work on this today, gotta work on that. Let's let's dig into this in the offseason. Let's get your hands right. Let's, you know, I we had boxing coaches and and all this other stuff. It's just not like that anymore. It's impossible to develop a guy if he's not playing because he wants to go somewhere he can play now, and it's not so much about the development of your skills. So I think a guy who does really cherish the development side of it, like any any of those guys we're talking about, is going to have a hard time with this next chapter. 
We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.